Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the SD Sports Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Vilhauer, joined alongside by Jacob Wirtz. Jacob, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, Dave. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. It's uh, it's starting to feel like fall out there, and uh, we've got a lot of uh, fall sports that are in full swing, and we're going to talk about some of those sports here in just a second, uh, including a new one to our uh, to show this year. Uh, hockey is going to is going to kind of take front and center stage here. So we'll talk uh, talk a little hockey here. We got an interview coming up with uh, Everding Wings coach Scott Langer. They're going to be uh, starting their season on Wednesday at the uh, NAHL Showcase in Blaine, Minnesota. Four games for the Wings this week, so really a, a busy start to their season. They just jump right in, and uh, one game right after the other. We'll also take a look at the uh, this week's polls and uh, but first let's kind of take a, a look back at the weekend review and uh, a lot of activity uh, over the weekend of course and uh, everything from soccer to golf to tennis and uh, I know Jacob you were uh, you were cooking some football over the weekend here and uh, tell us how that went yeah it was at the Roncalli game on Friday night and then of course it was their homecoming and yep. And uh, they took care of business there against Dakota Hills. And I kind of struggled at times offensively, had some turnovers, penalties, things like that. But, uh, you know, defense played really well. And they were able to get the win there, 50 to nothing, and ended that in the third quarter. And Saturday against, uh, or with Central, getting their first win of the year against Sturgis, uh, Central kind of simplified their game plan and and just went back to running the football. Uh, Coach Breeze, I know after the T game last, or a little over a week ago, said uh, we have to be able to run the football we did not do that against t and they simplified things for the offensive line and and that helped and they were able to run the football effectively you know i've been knowing coach breeze for quite a while and he's uh he loves the physical nature of football and of course uh central returns the bulk of their offensive line so uh, not a big surprise to me that uh, that was their mo against sturgis and i would i would anticipate that the eagles are going to really look to run the football a lot here the rest of the way uh, Northern State uh, had its home opener, fell to Minnesota Duluth. Uh, boy, that Duluth team, that is a really good football team, put up 35 points against Northern in the opening half. And it, uh, back-to-back weeks now, the Wolves have, uh, have uh, had a, a juggernaut that they're trying to, to go up against. It was Bemidji the first week, Duluth the second week, and those are two of the top teams in the NSIC and really uh, in this part of the country. So uh, kind of a tough start for the Wolves, but they'll be right back at it again at home uh, this weekend against University of Mary. We'll talk about this upcoming schedule here in just a minute. Uh, also, uh, Northern State Volleyball uh, team continues to rack up wins. They have just one loss on the season. And even that loss, uh, they could have easily probably won that match. Uh, they could be undefeated right now. They're going to have their home opener this weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, but first, let's get to some polls here uh, that uh, just came out. Uh, we're looking at some football first. Class 11 AAA, Sioux Falls Lincoln, unanimous number one, followed by O'Gorman, Jefferson, Harrisburg, and Brandon Valley. Receiving votes, Roosevelt and Washington. And boy, that Lincoln team, I'll tell you what, they have looked very, very good so far in the early season. They have. And they've, they've just dominated. They've only given up, given up seven points this year. And they got a huge win uh, in the President's Bowl last Saturday 
against uh, Jefferson, 48 nothing against Ooh. the defending champs. Oh, my goodness. Okay, and uh, 11 AA, no surprise. Pierre continues to just roll along, although we do have a, maybe a little bit of movement here. Yankton up one spot to second. T falling one spot to third, although T area still maintaining a uh, first-place vote. Uh, Watertown is fourth, Spearfish fifth, receiving votes Sturgis, Aberdeen Central, and Huron. And I know that uh, that Yankton-Watertown game uh, got a lot of statewide attention last week. It did. You know, Yank- Watertown had a, had a very good start to the year, and, Yank- and Yankton has too. And that was a tight game all throughout, but Yankton ended up pulling that one out. Yep. Uh, and T area, well, losing to O'Gorman, obviously not dropping too far there against a really quality AAA opponent. Class 11A, Del Rapids uh, with a really nice win out in Hot Springs over the weekend. They uh, are first place uh, team there, followed by West Central, Canton, Sioux Falls, Christian, and Lennox. Dakota Valley is receiving votes. I guess the interesting thing there is Canton in third place receives two first place votes. Uh, West Central in second place, just one first place vote. So uh, something the voters are seeing there with Canton. Absolutely. They've, they've gotten off to a good start. They've beaten, I guess, they beat Sioux Falls, Christian, and Lennox this year. And now they got to play Del Rapids and West Central the next two weeks. So wow. we're going to see some movement in that poll here before too long so canton will have played everybody in the top five to start out the season my goodness i'm that's brutal Oof. okay class 11b winner remains number one followed by sioux valley sioux valley getting one first place vote then bridgewater emory ethan elk point jefferson and hot springs dual and tri valley receiving votes uh, hot springs not following following uh, out of the poll uh, they remain fifth they played Dells pretty tough last week. They did. I, I had a chance to watch that game. It was a 6 o'clock Central Time kickoff, 5 o'clock out in Hot Springs. And d- despite the loss, I think they proved they're a contender in 11B. And Sioux Valley and Bridgewater play each other this week. That'll be a big one in 11B. No question. Dropping down to the nine-man ranks, 9AA, Parkston rated number one, followed by Hamlin, Howard, Elkton, Lake, Benton, and Wall. So no changes there among the top five. Receiving votes, Freeman, Marion, Freeman Academy, and also Stanley County. And you know, Stanley County is one of those kind of sleepers there. They're undefeated. Uh, they've got a quality win or two, and uh, don't sleep on the Buffaloes. Yeah, they've, they've, they seem like they're playing good so far this year. Got that big win over to Smith here a few weeks ago, and that kind of opened a few people's eyes, and we'll see if they can keep it rolling. And, yeah, 9 double nine a lot of good teams there. For sure. Class 9A, this is where it gets really interesting this week. Uh, Canastota is your new number one rated team despite getting less first-place votes than second-place Warner, if you can imagine that. Canastota with 12 first-place votes with 112 overall points. Warner with 13 first-place votes, 111 overall points. It just doesn't get any closer than that. No, it doesn't. And, you know, Canastota, again, you know, they, they probably have the best win so far out of those teams. They beat uh, Howard a few weeks ago, and they're rated in 9AA. Warner's got some nice wins, too, but I think that Howard – win is probably the better of the two but warner's got some big games coming up that could uh, jolt them back into the pole if they can win those games against fulton and hamlin yeah no doubt and even i think castlewood too uh wolsey westington rated third harding county bison fourth philip fifth and receiving votes gregory elcester hudson and lyman class 9b uh, not much change at all here Faulkton remains number one followed by DeSmith, hitchcock tulare avon and harriet selby area Receiving votes, Corsica, Stickney, and Del Rapids, St. Mary. Uh, really the unchanged from a week ago, but uh, there's going to be some interesting games coming up here. Yeah, Hitchcock, Tulare, and Avon. That'll be a big one this Friday down in Avon. Uh, of course, like uh, you know, that was that was the game last year where people kind of noted Hitchcock, Tulare, yes. and they just dominated Avon fifty to nothing. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see that again this week. And then Desmita has Wolsey Wessington this week, so again, a, a big game there. 
Looking at some volleyball here, the recent poll has uh, Class AA Harrisburg, unanimous number one, followed by Sioux Falls Jefferson, Washington Watertown, and Huron, receiving votes Lincoln Roosevelt and once beaten Aberdeen Central. So, uh, again, Harrisburg has really taken care of business here, but, uh, you know, here we are two, three weeks into the season, and the Golden Eagles with just one loss. A lot of quality teams here, I think, in AA. Harrisburg, the defending champs. Uh, Jefferson, the defending runner-ups, rated third. I mean, Huron and Watertown have a good start to the year. And Central, like you said, one loss. I mean, several quality teams here. Yeah. We're going to see this Central team this week. We're going to see what they're made of when they play yeah. Lincoln and Washington. For sure. Uh, Class A, it's Sioux Falls Christian, followed by Dakota Valley, Wagner, Del Rapids, and Madison. Receiving votes, Platt Geddes and unbeaten Mobridge Pollock. Uh, the Tigers off to an 8-0 start this season, so uh, hats off to them. Uh, we'll see if they can maybe crack that top five. Uh, boy, there's some really good teams there. There is. You know, four of those five are in the DAC 12, and, of course, that conference always loaded um, in multiple sports. Wagner, of course, has some very good athletes right now as well, and uh, you know, yeah, I think we'll see some movement in that poll before the season's done. Yep, for sure. Class B, it's Warner number one, followed by Chester area, Northwestern, Castlewood into the top five this week. They are at number four after receiving votes last week. Coleman Egan remains fifth, receiving votes, Burke, Unbeaten Faith, and Wolsey Wessington. Uh, boy, there's been uh, some teams kind of beating up on each other here in Class B lately. There has been, and yeah, Warner's just, they just continue to roll, and you know, like uh, Ava Nelson yes. back, uh, for them, so they're just going to keep hammering away at it. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good teams there. Castlewood uh, getting into the top five. Teams that were in the state tournament last year, and they're just they're all back in the top five this year. No doubt. And, you know, speaking of volleyball, we have a huge match coming up here in Aberdeen. Aberdeen, Ron Colley hosting Hamlin. A couple of once-beaten teams there. Uh, that match uh, could go a long way to determine the, you know, the Northeast Conference Championship. A lot of season left, obviously, but... Two teams that uh, have very decorated athletes, and uh, th- there'll be some energy in the gym. There will be, yeah. It's, it, that's going to be a big one. And, and uh, you know, yeah, Hamlin's, Hamlin's off to a good start. Their only loss is to Flandreau in straight sets here just a few weeks ago. So good start for them, and uh, Roncalli has played very well this year so far. In soccer, Aberdeen Central uh, traveling to uh, T area, and uh, the Central boys on a roll. They've won four straight uh, after a rough start to the season, losing three straight. So uh, the Golden Eagles have got something going there. Yeah, they do. They've they've really started to figure things out. I think there, and uh, we'll see if they can keep that rolling. Yep. And uh, the girls coming off a loss to a defending state champion Harrisburg, playing a little shorthanded there, but uh, it'll be an interesting match uh, to, uh, against T area for sure. And then uh, coming up on Wednesday, we are talking. Hockey. Can you believe that? In September yeah. days? Yes, yes, we are. Uh, it, it's, it's a long season for the NAHL, but the Aberdeen Wings will be hitting the ice for four games over in Blaine, Minnesota. And I recently caught up with uh, Wings coach Scott Langer, and we talked about the upcoming season. Some holdovers from last year's team. Uh, is this team going to look similar to last year's or a completely different unit? Yeah, there's about eight returners right now, so there's some familiar faces. Um, but, uh, you know, we had, we had a lot of turnover as well, so we had to do a lot of recruiting, uh, bringing players that uh, we're going to be able to, to do well at this level, and I think we've done that so far. I understand that uh, you've got a couple of players who, uh, who are whose fathers were uh, NHL players for the Detroit Red Rings, so uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, you know, uh, Lucas Lindstrom, Isaac Holmstrom obviously come from a pretty good bloodline. Their dads both won four cups. Um, we also have Lawson Kimball. Kimball's dad played in the NHL as well. So it's uh, just worked out right, you know, getting, getting good players with good blood, 
bloodlines. You know, uh, season's about eight months long, so it's obviously uh, a marathon, not a sprint. Um, how, how much of a challenge is it to kind of get the chemistry, uh, you know, built with these guys? And obviously you want them to be peaking and playing their best uh, hockey in the spring. Is it just kind of a work in progress throughout the course of the season? Yeah, it's a process every day, you know, and there's no other way to battle it than to view it like that. You know, you have a lot of ups and downs, you got to work on a lot of stuff, and, you know, we, we don't get off to the races very quick here just because we don't get ice until after the fair, so, you know, we've only practiced 11 times, uh, we'll have 13 practices before we see competition in the, in the showcase, so, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, scramble to, to, to get them to gel and to trust one another and, and all that stuff that goes into team building. Uh, so we try to do a lot of that early uh, so guys you know, guys are really comfortable with one another. So uh, is there a certain characteristic that you like to kind of employ with your teams or do you kind of coach to the talent ability that you have? Certain things like that, a certain style that people kind of expect out of the wings? Yeah, I think there's a little of both of that. Obviously, you have to tailor some of your game to, to the type of players you have each every year. But, you know, there's uh, there's some non-negotiables uh, within our culture. You know, when, when you talk about how hard we're going to work and, and what we're going to do each and every night against an opponent, you know, people are, people are expected to see a certain thing out of our out of our program year in, year out. And when these guys come in, they... It's drilled into them right away that there's a certain standard. They have to meet that standard or they can't be away. So uh, guys so far have done a really good job in that area. You know, uh, last year, uh, just an unbelievable season, I believe there were still uh, four or five playoff spots determined on the final week of the regular season. I mean, you couldn't have gotten it much closer. Uh, as, and maybe that was just a one-year thing, but I know that there's a, a really, a, a, you know, a lot of talent in this league, and uh, I don't know if you're, if you're going to be able to replicate uh, the, the, as much parity this year as you had last year, but uh, certainly a year to remember last year, and I would imagine it's going to be a fun season to hit this year. Yeah, I think you're going to see the same thing across our division. I mean, Austin went to the, you know, they lost by one goal in the final game of the year in the Robertson Cup, and then they end up bringing back 15 of their players. Uh, I think Bismarck's got 12 to 13 returners, and so, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a, I think all the teams are going to be just as good this year, and there's going to be a, a fight to make those last four spots. So, uh, you know, it's obviously early. Do you put much emphasis on uh, the showcase and that sort of thing? I mean, you're, these teams, are, you know, you're not going to see them unless you get to the Robertson Cup. Uh, is, it, is it just a matter of trying to work together at this point, or are these games, like, extremely meaningful as far as points down, down the road? I think it's both. I mean, you, you have to utilize it as a teaching uh, moment each of those games because it's early. Uh, and as soon as you get out of the showcase, you're right into your normal schedule. But, you know, you can't afford to drop points in the showcase. It puts you so far behind, uh, and, and, and it takes a lot to catch up. So, yeah, I mean, you, you have to take some points when you when you go into that showcase. So, you know, it's it, uh, why the competition's so good at it. You know, teams know if they come out of there and they don't bring any points back, they're going to be sitting in the bottom of the division right from the get-go. And that's not an easy thing to, to get out of. Sure. 
Well, as you look ahead to the upcoming season, a uh, brand new feel to it. Uh, everybody's zero and zero. I would imagine that there's a, a certain level of excitement, and, and there very well should be. And uh, any thoughts, uh, final thoughts for you as you as you head into the upcoming campaign? season than we did last year. There was just so many ups and downs. It was, you know, and then getting knocked out of the playoffs three in a row to, to a team we had beaten five in a row. Uh, that's hard. Uh, that makes for a long summer. And we don't want to be in that situation this year. We don't want to work every day so we can put ourselves in a situation to make teams chase us. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for your time, Coach. The Wings uh, home opener will take place next weekend, so uh, keep your eye on that. Uh, but the Wings uh, have got uh, three individuals that uh, whose dads are former uh, Stanley Cup champions, which is pretty amazing when you think about that. So the bloodline is, is runs pretty deep there. So I'm, I'm expecting some pretty big things there. Absolutely. Yeah, that should be interesting to see how those players do. And that's just crazy. Aberdeen, South Dakota, and we got <laughs> kids from former NHL players playing. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, well, and, and uh, Coach Langer does a great job with the wings and uh, I would expect them to uh, have a very very competitive team this year for sure taking a look at some uh, upcoming uh, events this weekend big weekend for tennis in Aberdeen we Aberdeen Central hosting the annual Elliott extravaganza and so there'll be uh, multiple teams here from all across the state Really kind of gets going on Friday. Central and Roncala will be hosting Stevens and Rapid City Central. And then on Saturday is the uh, official, official Elliott Extravaganza. It looks like the weather's going to be great. So if you're a tennis uh, fan, uh, that would be a, a good thing to check out. Also, as we mentioned before, Northern State Volleyball with their uh, home opener on Friday night. And then they'll be playing again Saturday afternoon. And Coach Aldridge just does a great job with the Wolves. And they're off to a fantastic start, uh, dropping just one match. Uh, and that one uh, barely at the end of that one in five sets. So uh, Wolves off to a fantastic start. And then later in the afternoon, or early evening, I guess I should say, the Northern State football team will be hosting the University of Mary at Dakota Bank Stadium. And you know, the Wolves will be looking to uh, to definitely uh, right some wrongs there. I know that uh, they have a very, very difficult start to their schedule. Everybody knew that. And now uh, this is really a key game for the Wolves uh, to take on Mary and, and kind of show, uh, you know, some traction, get their teeth into the season a little bit and uh, see what happens with that. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be a big one there. If they can get the win and kind of build some momentum down the stretch of the season here. That'll be a good start to do that. I'll take a look at some uh, Friday football, and uh, there's some interesting games on the schedule for this week. Uh, it's always kind of interesting. There's always one or two or three games, sometimes more, uh, that really draw our attention. And uh, there's a couple I know that are on your radar there, Jacob. Yeah, there's quite a few games this week. Uh, you know, Last week didn't quite have the big matchups, whether it was locally or, or statewide, but this week we're kind of going to ramp that up again and uh, yeah, lots of big games. I mean, DeSmitt and Woolsey Westington, oh, that's going to be a big one. Yep. There's one uh, duel in Groton. Uh, Groton has won uh, three straight after losing that first one, and uh, duel's undefeated, so I know that's one. Warner at Castlewood, I think, has got a lot of potential to be an interesting game as well. Um, you know, when you mentioned the Hitchcock, Tulare, Avon game, I think another one that's got some potential is the Ipswich at Harriet Selby game. You know, the Wolverines have kind of righted the ship there. They lost the first game of the year to Leola Frederick and have won everything since. And so, um, you know, Coach Randall does a great job with them. I think that's got some potential. Absolutely, yeah. I think I think there's a lot of great games. I mentioned the Bridgewater, Emory, Ethan, Sioux Valley game. That's out of our coverage area, but that'll be a big one statewide. Uh, 
Canastota, they just got number one. Can they hang <laughs> on to that? They got to play Oakland Lake Benton. That'll be another big one statewide. Howard, Freeman, Marion, Freeman Academy will be a big one. There's there's several games throughout the state uh, to keep your eye on this week. A lot of big games after last week, Not maybe not so much. Right, right. Well, mm-hmm. and sometimes being number one isn't the best thing, as we've seen so far this year in these polls. Uh, there's like a target on your back, and uh, sometimes it's kind of tougher to play that way. Uh, a couple of notable performances here before we let you go for today. Uh, last week, Saturday, Ella Buckelhide ran, went down and ran in the Nike Heartland pre, uh, preview uh, cross-country meet. Runners from four states, uh, a lot of double-A uh, kids, and she finished third, which is a major accomplishment in itself. Then comes back and plays in a volleyball match and leads Northwestern in aces and set assists and digs as they defeated a good Madison team. So uh, just a phenomenal uh, performance by Ella. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, Brevin Flees from Groton uh, shot a 69 to win the Groton Invitational Golf Tournament. And then a night later came back and had 10 tackles for Groton and a football victory. You know, there's some kids out there that are just doing some remarkable things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to, to think that you know these kids are just going from one sport to the other. I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I could have did that when I was in high school. <laughs> I, that's just a lot to a lot to have to do with not only with games and, and yeah. meets and things, but practices oh, too. All, all of that sort of thing. And they're not just competing. I mean, they're having a lot of success in what they're doing. And so, uh, yeah, we've got some local athletes here that are really having uh, phenomenal seasons. Before we let you go today, uh, just a reminder to check out sdsportscene.com. Each week we have uh, just dozens of stories, box scores, uh, all kinds of quality photos from John Davis. Uh, he had a monster weekend again. I looked at some of those photos from this past week and uh, it's just amazing how, uh, how he manages to capture all of that action. So if you get a chance, make sure that you, you know, check out those photos. Again, uh, all kinds of information on the website. We're your, we're, we're your source for sports, as I like to say. So make sure you check that out at www.sdsportscene.com. Well, Jacob, before we wrap things up, anything that you'd like to add? I think there's going to be another busy week of sports, uh, and it's going to be another big week of sports. A lot of big games coming up here this week, volleyball, uh, football, other things, you know, the tennis in town on Saturday, on Friday, Saturday, and, and uh, yeah, a lot of big events here uh, locally. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Again, thanks for uh, allowing us to be a part of your day, and uh, remember your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories, stats, photos, and schedules.